It's us that has the power. We have the power to use them wisely or foolishly. And we'll reap the benefits or the destruction of those choices. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Here's a, here's a, uh, here's a rain jump for you. Okay. A film crew was on location in the Arizona desert. And one day, an old Indian went up to the director and said, Tomorrow, rain. And the next day, it rained. A week later, the Indian showed up and said, Tomorrow, big storm. And sure enough, a storm came, and they had to shut down production. But the director said, This Indian, is, he's incredible. And tomorrow we're shooting this big scene and I have to know about the weather. So they went and they found the old Indian and the director said, look, chief, I'm really depending on you. What's the weather going to be like tomorrow? And the Indian shrugged his shoulders and said, don't know, TV broke. Okay, listen to this scripture that I have for you today. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. It comes from the book of Proverbs. This week, one of the great stories in the Bible came alive for me again. It's the story of Samson. And, you know, Samson only got about three chapters about his life, but it's a very colorful three chapters. See, Samson was a gift from God to parents who had no children. And the word says that his purpose was to begin the deliverance of the people of Israel from the Philistines. So God gives Samson this special talent of extraordinary strength, expecting him to use it toward his intended purpose. And sometimes he did. And when he directed his talent toward the purpose of exterminating Philistines in particular, he always had God's favor. And there's, there's one incredible account of when he allowed himself to be taken prisoner. And when the Philistine army came to get him, he broke free. And he found, it's, the word says, a fresh jawbone of a donkey. And I, I just wonder, what difference did it make if it was fresh? Or it wasn't, or it was dry? Is, is it like milk? I don't know. But it said he had a fresh jawbone of a donkey. And he killed a thousand men with it. And I couldn't help but wonder that after the first, you know, like 100 or 200 men that he killed, why he didn't pick up one of the many swords or spears that had to be lying around. But apparently his weapon of choice was the more dangerous donkey jawbone. So I don't really get it, but it made a great story, I can tell you. Well, well, Samson knew very well that his, his gift of abnormal strength was from God. And he knew what his purpose was. 
And yet for most of his life, Samson led this undisciplined and destructive lifestyle. He, he had anger issues. He made bad choices in relationships, especially women. And when you read about Samson, you can't help but get the sense that the choices that Samson made not only caused him great pain, but it caused him to waste so much of his potential. And like so many great stories in the Bible, the story of Samson carries with it some very important truths for us to receive into our own lives today. And one of the things that we get from Samson is that even though God blesses us with his favor and special talent and gifts, it's us that has the power. We have the power to use them wisely or foolishly. And we'll reap the benefits or the destruction of those choices. And it's so important for us to stay focused on our purpose, always praying for God's wisdom and his guidance in our life. We also learn from Samson that when we are doing what God calls us to do, there's no stopping us. Amazing things, miraculous things can happen because there's nothing more powerful than being in God's will. And I guess I love that the most important lesson that we learn from Samson is that it's never too late to get things right. I mean, after Samson had been imprisoned, they blinded him and he was humiliated by the Philistines. He had another chance to fulfill his purpose. And he called out to God and he said, Lord, remember me. Please strengthen me one more time. And God gave him that strength to literally bring down the house. And he destroyed thousands of Philistines along with himself. And, you know, many years later in the New Testament, when the great heroes of the faith are mentioned, Samson stands alongside with the others. So I think it's a fair question to ask ourselves from time to time if we're living up to the potential that God sees in us. And I believe that if we're honest, almost always the answer is we're not. But I also believe that like Samson, God never gives up on us. And it's not too late for us to realize the amazing things that God has in mind for us to do. Just remember the scripture. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose prevails. Do you ever feel out of place and unable to relate to those around you? Stay with us to learn how it may be an opportunity to stand out and stand up for God. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today. 847-312-8197. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I want to talk about what to do when we feel like we're in the wrong place. How many of you have ever felt like you're in the wrong place? I can tell you every time that my wife and I go into the store, Neiman Marcus, I feel like I'm in the wrong place. She feels right at home. I don't understand this. But I will tell you one thing. If you're here this morning, then you're in the right place. Because any time that you are where worship and praise to the Lord is going on, you're in a good place. Can you say amen to that? But what I'm really talking about is being in the wrong place in your life or being really out of place. 
You know, Dana and I, we moved a little further north of town uh, last summer. So my commute to, uh, to and from the office takes me down Highway 114. And on 114, as you drive by the old Circle K Ranch for a while. And there's this pasture right about where the Trophy Club exit is, where if you look over there, you, for a second, you're not sure what you're seeing. Because in that pasture, there's a small herd of buffalo. And in the middle of the herd, a camel is standing there. A camel standing in a herd of buffalo. And I know, how many have seen this? And even though I drive by there twice a day, I still think when I see it, that's just not right. And over the months, I've, be I've begun to feel a lot of empathy for that camel. I mean, I even gave him a name. I don't know what his real name is, but I call him Clarence. And I feel for Clarence the camel because I know how out of place he must feel. Well, what I'm talking about is sometimes, as Christians, we can feel like Clarence the camel. Like we're all alone standing in a herd of buffalo, out of place, not able to relate to those around us, hoping that something will happen to get us out of that situation. And when that happens, I want to encourage you this morning by sharing these two quick thoughts with you. The first thought is this. You may need to be like a camel standing in a herd of buffalo. Now, what I mean by that is this. There may be a purpose to you being in an out-of-place situation. To expand just a little on Pastor Steve's message a few weeks ago, when Daniel and his three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and where'd you go, were just making sure that you were listening. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were deported to Babylon. They absolutely found themselves like a camel standing in a herd of buffalo. They were in a strange land with a strange culture. And they felt completely out of place. But the word says that they decided in their heart to be true to their beliefs. And when it came crunch time for those boys, when they had to give in and go along, or they had to stand up for what they believed in, they made a choice that secured their destiny and glorified God. And their story has lived for thousands of years because of that decision. So when you find yourself in an out-of-place situation, sometimes it was meant to be. Sometimes it's an opportunity for you to not just be out of place, but to stand out and to stand up for God. Second idea I want to share with you is when you find yourself out of place is that it's easy to feel alone when you're out of place. But you're not alone. You're not alone. The Lord uses these out of place experiences as opportunities for us to experience Him in a brand new way. In that same Bible story, when King Nebuchadnezzar threw our three boys in that fiery furnace, he looked in the fire and he said, Wait a minute, how many did I throw in there? And they said, Three. And he said, I see four guys 
walking around in there unharmed. And one of them looks like a son of the gods. You see, they weren't alone. The Lord was with them all along. And even though it seems like you're all alone and totally out of place sometimes, you have to remember the Lord is right there with you. Especially when you're going through the fire. You know, many times we like to refer to our life with Christ as a walk. We say we walk with the Lord. We refer to other people's walk of faith. What we don't talk about that often is that it's a walk all right, but it's not always a walk in the park. There are hills to climb. There are valleys to cross, and there's lots of twists and turns along the way. And sometimes, sometimes, you may even feel like a camel standing in a herd of buffalo. But you don't have to let these out-of-place situations derail your walk with God. You have the victory because Christ lives in you. And because Christ lives in you and He lives in me, we can make it. We will make it. We can keep walking and we can keep living victorious, overcoming lives. In Jesus' name. Have you ever heard the phrase, the squeaky wheel gets the grease? Well, this saying also has a profound spiritual meaning. Stay tuned to hear how persistence gets God's attention. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right. Get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Have you ever heard the phrase, the squeaky wheel gets the grease? I I figured you had. Well, there are lots of examples of what this saying can mean in our everyday life. For instance, in, in our business, we refer to the squeaky wheel getting the grease in our collections department. Because as you know, when some people, uh, when you send some people a bill, they don't always pay it on time. So, I mean, for lots of reasons, but we've learned over the years that the most important component to collecting what is owed is to just make your request for payment often. Make it frequent and be very consistent. So we found when you squeak often, you get results. 
So I know you understand the concept, but you may not realize that the squeaky wheel concept is also a kingdom principle. And I'm going to explain that. It's a kingdom principle related to what kind of faith that we have. And to remind you of it, I have to tell you a story about a man named Bart. Actually, his name was Bartimaeus. We know everybody called him Bart. So it seems that when Jesus left Jerusalem one time and headed toward Jericho, a large crowd followed him. And during the trip along the road was Bart. And Bart was a beggar because he was also blind. Well, when he heard the crowd approaching and he learned that Jesus was among them, Bartimaeus got excited. He yelled at the top of his voice, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Well, the leaders of this horde of people coming down rebuked him. They told him to shut up. And Bartimaeus felt his window of opportunity closing. So what did he do? He ignored them. He yelled even louder, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus heard him above the noise, and he stopped. He asked Bartimaeus, what do you want from me? And Bart said, Lord, I want to see. Jesus said, receive your sight now. Your faith has healed you. Now, this story is told in several of the Gospels. But in Luke, in the very same chapter as this story of Bartimaeus, Jesus tells another story, a parable, about a persistent widow who felt like she had been, uh, was not receiving justice. So while she was being very annoying, she was so persistent that she still got results. And this is what Jesus said about it. He said, And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? You see, the Lord was showing us by his teaching and by a real life event that there is a difference between Believing and in results-oriented faith. He could just as easily have called this lesson the parable of the squeaky wheel. Because the Lord says, pray. Pray. Keep praying. Don't give up. Keep coming at me. I will hear you and I will reward you for your persistence. You know something? I think Bartimaeus is a hero of the faith. You know why? Because he cried out to God. Because he didn't shut up when they told him to. Because he's a central figure in a major God principle about faith. He's a hero because when Jesus showed up, he stopped begging for a handout and he started begging For healing. You know, I don't know 
about any of you, but over too many years, much to my own regret, I sat over there on the fourth row and was blessed by the worship and inspired by the message every Sunday. I knew I was saved and a believer. And I thought it was enough. I never put my faith to action. I never cried out to God to intervene in my life like Bartimaeus. Never persisted. Never chased God like that. Well, fortunately, for me, God's grace is amazing and patient. But I know that whatever you are dealing with out there today, Jesus is the answer for you. You have a problem, he can solve it. You have a conflict, he can resolve it. You have hurt, he can heal it. You have stress, he can calm it. You have loss, he can restore it. You have doubt, he can destroy it. You have sin, he can forgive it. Whatever your situation is, Jesus is the answer, but believing is just the beginning of faith. You see, faith can be humble and receptive, but faith is not timid. Faith is bold. Faith is active. And sometimes, faith is loud. Because even if Bartimaeus believed, if he didn't cry out to the Lord and keep doing it, the Lord might have walked right by a blind beggar that day. So we have to keep praying. We have to keep crying out. We have to keep trusting the Lord. We have to keep being the squeaky wheel. Because that's when we can look forward to hearing the voice of the Lord. Say to us, your faith has made you whole. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com 
or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.